This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, so Engineer Brett, uh, this is Sean and Hayes. Sean and Hayes to Engineer Brett. Go song. So now the song should be playing, and as always, you'll mute our microphones during the song so that we can't be heard. Uh, And then when the song ends, we're going to start the show. So it should be going over us now. This is episode 16 of Hollywood Handbook. The song is ending in 3, 2, 1. Stop. And it's over. Hey! What up, what up? Welcome to Hollywood Handbook, an insider's guide to kicking butt and dropping names in the red carpet lineback hallways of this industry we call showbiz. Sean and I recording this this segment anyway. Took a little field trip uh, that we take every year to um, one of our favorite film festivals, which is uh, the Sundance Film Festival. Yes, Sundance. Uh, I call it Khan for short. So this episode might sound a little different because unlike past years when we have done our, our, our shows from Sundance this year, we decided not to bring... Any engineer, we usually... Uh, Normally we get a luxury suite mm-hmm. uh, just for the engineers, and mm-hmm. we set up four engineers in there, mm-hmm. um, make them share a bed. That's kind of a little joke that we mm-hmm. have. and Which is the tub. Yes, they have to sleep in the tub. No shower head, so if you want to take a bath, it has to be a real bath. And we, and we do it that way. Uh, this year, because the engineers have been so naughty, we did have to... Pull back, scale back, and not use any engineers. And engineer Brett, I know you're listening to this right now. You're the best of a rotten bunch, so we're trusting you to splice in some good sound effects and songs and things for us. So he should be, we, I'm sure he's, he's probably back. Brian. We had him fly out here to set this stuff up, and he's going to you know, come back, I guess, when it's all... Over and um, he'll come back to get the hard copy after we've checked out. We're gonna have the hotel call him because it's nice for us. We thought, well, if we're not bringing them, let's not be in the same room as an engineer mm-hmm. at all if we don't have to because it does start to wear on you. Um, but I love Sundance Film Festival, I love discovering the unknowns. Yes, it's a, it's actually kind of a fucking shame what's happened to this festival where it's all now about like parties and like everyone's doing each other and like yeah. sipping champagne everyone's and fancy su- wine. They're sucky fucking and they're and they're dipping yes. strawberries in their champagne wines. And they're all just sucky fucking one another all day and night long. And no one actually watches the movies. And no one, it's like people have forgotten what the festival is called, which is the Sundance Film Festival, not the Sundance Fuck Festival. That's right. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) And what the other thing that people have forgotten about that's important about this festival is it's a great opportunity to shred some pow 
on this on these beautiful slopes of the Sundance Resort. We're gonna stick around to shred powder. I got my board strapped to my boots at all times, and Hayes and I built the sickest fucking half pipe, and we actually kept building it out until it was more of a three-quarters pipe and ultimately became a full pipe, and we just did fucking loop-to-loops all day like shit, fucking anti-gravity shit. The, the way I like to do it is go to the top and just go all the way down. You know what I mean? Like, without even stopping to take a break. And that Fast and the Furious movie is actually, the title was supposed to be talking about our snowboarding, and they couldn't afford us, so they made some fucking car bullshit. But that's how we do it, and that's how we fucking shred the pow. And I don't care if I get snow in my eyes. I'll even wear, like, I'm that the, tough. The, the helmet I wear is usually, like, a really small one. I wear a small helmet. I wear pretty thin goggles, and I don't give an F. But anyway... Enough about shredding because I could talk about it all day because I'm so fucking awesome at it and and it's and I go so fast and fucking people think it rules. <laughs> Let's talk about Let's talk about something some else discoveries. That rules. Yeah. Something else that rules, which is independent film. Sean and I like to go to these movies so we can see who's on the Hollywood horizon, as they say. Uh, and who has a chance to be the real breakout actor of this festival? Because a lot of these are independent movies. Every year somebody comes out of nowhere. They live in some fucking jerk-off fucking uh, Tennessee bullshit spot, and they have somehow made a movie, somebody gave them a camera, and nobody's heard of them before we hear about them we see them in the movie and we make them famous they make these movies by like breaking into the local news station or something and like doing setting up a living room set there and just kind of scrambling any way they can and we have a lot of respect for them most of them are not good these movies in large part they don't have the proper training they they don't deserve really to be seen by anyone but every once in a while, some somebody breaks through, and you and you say, "This is some und- undiscovered talent that's really going to make waves uh, in the city of industry, which is Los Angeles." Yeah, and so our top picks this year, because I and I, we usually say leave the mo- leave movies to professionals, mm-hmm. but the people who proved us wrong this year, our top picks for breakout artist. Are number one, Zaf Braff. Who are you, Zaf Braff, and where did you come from, and how'd you get that movie? This kid, Zaf Braff, did a movie about himself and his life that was so funny and so smart and so moving and so sad and so scary that we didn't watch it, that we couldn't actually get all the way through. But a lot of the chatter about this guy that we've heard, you know, when we're, like, covering our eyes, all we can really hear is the positive chatter. And it's been very good. As always, we pick both a male and a female (laughs) breakout artist. Mm -hmm. So uh, here's a good time to point out, Sisters is doing it for themselves. And this young lady we're about to mention is really doing that. A lot of the movies we saw at at, at Sundancers this year uh, had sisters in them. 
and they were all they're like they're acting in them. They're playing all kinds of parts. They're uh, they're singing in some of the movies. Like it's a really refreshing change of pace, which is what sometimes you need independent film for is to kind of shock the system and like have women be in these movies. Yes, and so this film uh, filmmaker uh, is a woman. Her name is Cameron Crow. Uh, we all know Cameron Diaz. That's a famous woman named Cameron. Yes, this is not, I not saw, the same one, and they're actually not even related. Not even related. I I asked their publicists, um, but I saw a movie, and I ha- said I have to know who made this. I didn't see the whole thing. It got a little scary. <laughs> It got a little scary for me, but I saw part of it, and I said, who made this? And someone said, Cameron Crowe. And I said, oh, my. Good for sisters. And and it really felt good to say that. And to genuinely think it was good, because a lot of the times you'll see something that a woman has done, and you'll say, like, well, I can sort of tell that it was is good for a woman, or like I can sort of tell they were doing this. But you like like Kathy cartoons, yes, like Kathy cartoons. That's a great example. You could tell reading a Kathy cartoon. This is good for like the the cartoons that women are doing, but it's not like a Curtis, a Mallard Fillmore, a uh, an Adam at Home, a Zitz, Zitz. It, it's not one of your classic male strips. Uh, and so seeing this movie and r- really loving it as hard as we did and then finding out that it was made by a woman, what a great experience to have. Yes. And so those are the two movies that we left our hotel to see. But the great thing going on at Sundance this year was mm-hmm. Hayes and I found that in our hotel room, we were able to order most of the movies and avoid the mobs. Yes. Uh you, you go to a place like a movie central, like a place like Park City, Utah. They have these movies playing right in your hotel room a lot of the time for certain clientele uh, so they can see them ahead of time, not wait in line, not have to like sit in the seats and like watch the whole thing. They want us to watch the movies. Yes. They want to make it easy for us. Mm-hmm. It's to their advantage, and we love it because we just order in room service, and we ordered a bunch of movies, and I'll say this, the – Direction of the festival, we said before, it's getting into a little bit of sucky fucking everybody. Yeah. It's reflected a bit in the movies that were there this year because I thought they were pretty racy. Yeah. The movies available to order in our room were King Black Butts, Slurpee Come Queen, uh, uh, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, Ding Dong Challengers, and Creamy, Creamy, Oob Creamy. And so those were the movies that we watched, and they didn't seem like standard Sundance Family Fair. But I will say, with all these movies, you're looking for sort of a relatability, something that you can latch on to from your own experience. And it was very refreshing to see realistic male characters with a certain certain attribute that Sean and I both share. Uh, How to say, how to put this. Oh, so hard to... Um, It's a physical area of the male body uh, that you don't always see portrayed realistically. Blessed with a a certain... Yes, a certain endowment. And so it was really nice 
to see guys like us, normal guys like us, mm-hmm. hanging out with their girls, doing the things that we do. And so that aspect of it was really cool. And I think that made it a good Sundance fun dance. <laughs> we'll be right back uh, with our guest, uh, Dominic Dierkes. He's uh, sort of a protege of Sean's in the writing world. And uh, we will talk about his experience really learning from one of the masters when we come back on Hollywood Handbook. So anyway, I'm wiping my hand off on my pants, and this kid's tugging at my shorts. He goes, hey, mister, show me how to do that. And I go, what, throw a punch? And he goes, yeah, my name's Mike Tyson, and I want to learn to throw a punch. You were wearing wearing pants and shorts at the same time? Yeah. And I go, uh, hey, if you didn't learn from seeing it once, you're never going to be able to do it. And I think I was right. Hey, hey everybody. What, what up, up, what, what up? up? Welcome to Hollywood Handbook, an insider's guide to kicking butt and dropping names in the red carpet line back hallways of this industry we call showbiz. We got a guest. We got a guest. Um, yeah, we have a good guest. Why don't you, why don't you um, so, say who it is? So this kid, this is a kid who caught my eye. And I, and I think he could make something of himself. I've sort of taken him under my wing. I've never done this before. Normally, all our listeners are obviously uh, our protégés, but I specifically found this guy, Dominic Dierkes, and when I met him, he was doing some jerk-off sketch thing at some fucking jerk-off theater, And, uh, and since I met him, he's been able to see me up close working on TV shows and films, and it's pretty exciting for him. Go ahead, Dominic. Say thank you to me and introduce yourself. Uh, well, oh yeah, thank you. Obviously, thank you, uh, and sir. Ha- sir, yeah, thank you, sir. I mean, writing partner. The fact that we're credited as writing partner is like so generous. Yeah, because I, mean, I view it. I view it not just as a partnership, but as like a mentorship. Yes, and that's a good way to view it. And um, well, it's interesting. People should know how uh, this is a good lesson. Normally, in the industry, the way the Writers Guild has it spaced out is: if you are a writing partner, you're each getting fifty percent of a paycheck. But Dominic and I have worked it out that he gets whatever he contributes to a script, that percentage of the money goes to him. And I am and I and I try to contribute a lot, which I think is the lesson, you know, because and I think I'm gonna get something in one of our scripts. He's gonna he's taken a lot of shots on goal and I can't wait to cut him his first check. My only advice for you, Dom, is I know in some of these cases it can be easy to get a little too close and sort of think sometimes that Sean is your friend, you know, and like you sort of get your head in the clouds and you sort of convince yourself that because you guys spend a lot of time together in a uh, professional work setting that you guys are friends even though you never hang out outside of work and like you don't play sports together or like anything like that. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, trust me, that boundary has been made clear to me for sure. I mean, I I thought, yeah, I got the I got the same thought. I thought like, oh, we're friends. We see each other. And then you were quick to point out we don't play a single sport together, Sean. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't really hang out outside. Sometimes we do have to take meals together. But when you forget yourself and you speak to me a little too chummy in front of company, yeah, I think you found that uh, punishment is swift and fair. Yeah, yeah, very. But Hayes, I'm also excited to get. I feel like I've emailed you a bunch and 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 you know just looking for advice and a lot of scripts and stuff like that. So I mean, do you feel yeah, that Hayes? Do you feel that he's emailed you a bunch? I mean, to me, you're sort of the guy who I will 
call Sean and you'll answer the phone and it's like, well, obviously I want to talk to Sean. I have to go through you every single time. Uh, So we get, uh, I have that uh, time with you, which is fine. And I, I I get the emails and things like that. I get a lot of emails. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, that's uh, – uh, <sighs> but anyway, I mean, you were mentioning uh, uh, my – because when you said the thing I was doing when you met me, it was an internet sketch comedy group. Sure, yeah, yeah we were, something, yeah. We were, we were uh, uh, putting sketch comedy videos online and, and – uh, Yes, and you Oh, and you must have been eye. the only one to ever do those. Um, well, no, no, no. We weren't the only one to ever do those. I I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. No, but they stood out from the crowd. There was a lot of crap on there and he'd made a lot of dumb ones, but there was one. I mean, several dumb ones. Sketch in particular that really had something, you know, it was really a smart original twist on something I hadn't seen before and tell them about Dominic, the fart gun sketch. Okay, yeah, sure. We have a sketch. Uh, if you, we didn't call it the fart gun sketch on YouTube because obviously that's gonna, that's gonna way tip it. You know, you're gonna mistake, know mistake, 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 way tip. And well, and that's a mistake I've made in our writing on television where I tip the whole joke of the episode sometimes just by making the whole title of the episode one of my favorite jokes. And you've told me not to do that. And uh, I'm sorry. I'm saying it was a mistake not to call it the fart gun sketch. Yes. Because when I go to look oh, for it, oh. I can't find it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just called Guns because uh, we wanted you to have the experience. But anyway, when you go not on— Not funny. Not a funny title. And yeah. if you'd been working actually, with me at that time, you'd be much more successful. I, wow. yeah. uh, I actually think that title is a little bit scary. The title Guns? Or the fart I, gun I'm sketch. not asking you to say it again. Okay, when no, I say I'm something sorry, is scary, that's not a cue for you I to just throw it right back in my face. I apologize. Does that make sense? It really does. It really okay. does. It makes total sense. Okay. Uh, that's what I thought. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that that video, the the fart gun sketch, is, as it became to be known, obviously. I mean, we didn't, but that became the thing that we really were proud of, and that really, I feel like got us. I mean, it's what it's what kind of led me to meet you. Um, because, uh, I was... Well, I got a good laugh out of the gun sounding, (laughs) sounding like a fart. Yeah. And so I, uh, I I turned to, uh, Bordelstein, my, uh, my assistant at the time, and I said, get me this kid on, on a phone or put him on a plane or something. I want to talk about how he made that gun sound like that fart like that. Yeah. I mean, what we were going for comedically is when, I mean, because we love movies with, with uh, firearms and then we see them all the time in films and we've come to expect a certain sound uh, from these guns. Like when you shoot a gun off, you come to expect the kind of like bang pow that goes with a firearm, you know? And so what we... I'd never thought of this. I mean, Hazen, you ever, ever thought of that? I mean, I feel like I've seen it like... A mil- are you serious? Like, I've seen it so many times. A gun sounding like a gun? Is the joke, like, how we're written? No, a, a gun, like a fart gun thing. Is, really? Is the joke how unoriginal it is? Well, we did this in, you have to remember, this is like 2006, maybe, at the latest. I mean, well, let's stop down. Let's stop down, and that's good to keep the era in mind. Let's play a moment from the sketch. And uh, Engineer Brett, later on you're going to splice in. Uh, Hi, Brett. We know you can hear us. Um, You're going to splice in a moment from the sketch, and we're going to react as if we've just heard it. And that's going to be right here? Uh, We're going to do it now. Okay, so Brett, we're... uh, (laughs) 
We're assuming that you played the sketch and that you played the right one. And that and everyone so. listening at home has now listened to what you put in later. Uh, and, and, s- and we already knew what it was going to be because we discussed it. So we'll react to it like we just, like we just heard it. In a world where guns don't sound like they normally do. Bully. Ah, uh, there she was. No, yeah, that um, that sketch as you could, I mean, you heard, uh, you know, especially from the get go, you kind of expect the guns to have, you know, bang sounds and uh, all sorts of sounds. But the most prominent that people really got psyched about was the fart. Um, so it came to be known as the fart gun sketch, and that's what really got us going. Uh, even in the sketch world, I feel like this is like, like I, when Renner hosted SNL, he did this. I mean, like, I listen, people like it. You know, I'm not trying to say that, like, people shouldn't like something. I'm just saying it's, like, it's it's nothing really new. You know what I mean? If you're going to choose an apprentice, I think it should be for someone who actually did something, like, special and interesting. And you guys seem to have, like, a great relationship. I'm not trying to get in the way of that. And, like, I'm not, you know, Sean's welcome to spend time with whoever he wants. Like, that's obviously not my decision. Could he ask me? Of course, you could. I'm not saying you should or you have to. Let me say this. What That's I'm, what I'm saying. You say whatever you want. I'm and I'm about and to And you say let me say this, but you don't even have to ask me but because I you're make your sure, own But I want you to be comfortable, but this is something I really believe. What a great comedian does, a great comic mind, they look at the world we know. They take something we've all accepted. Guns go Kapang. And they say, what if the gun farted? And that fart noise coming out of that gun, to me, is great comedy. And if you don't see that or you don't agree with that, and that's what this is about, and it's not about a jealousy thing, it's not about... No, it's purely about... It's just my sensibility where, like, look, like... Give me an example, Dom. Like, tell, do like a joke. Do a joke? Yeah, like do a joke. Make oh, me laugh. Oh, this will be good. Make us laugh. Just make me laugh. This will right be now. fun. And if you can make me laugh, then he's so, so funny. Much he's pressure. so funny. No, he's a, a guys. He's a comic. This isn't. This is so much pressure. This is you guys well, are in comedy. Job, you know, right? this is like a so but much pressure. This is what job. you do. We've all had to do it. We've all had to. We've all had to. Uh, <laughs> just tell a joke, huh? Just, just any- like make me laugh. Like do something funny. Just do so a joke. That I you're a comic, laugh. so because mm-hmm. you're like this comic genius, and so like if that's something that you can do, then I, I think <laughs> the least you should be able to do is make me laugh. Okay. All right. All right. Um. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. And Dom was pointing a gun, as a finger gun, a finger gun at yeah at Hayes. And that was, that was so, uh, uh, I, I mean, and I know you, uh, and that's the kind of thing that really busts me up and it, I, and it busts up a lot of people in a good way. I, um, I have an apology to make. Uh, I, I was wrong about you. You see, oh, wow. Thank you. Um, I see it. I totally get it. Um, it, I, it yeah. And a lot of people until they experience it, you know. And I think live, that's because it started off as a live bit. Yeah. I mean, the real pe- the reason people, I think, latched onto it so much is the technical achievement of making that gun fart, <laughs> of like may- actually figuring out how to do that. And it's just the noise. Yeah. But, but I think. 
But I think one thing that may have been wrong and the reason that you that you didn't find it funny before is that you hadn't actually seen it and you were just reacting to Engineer Brett splicing it in later, which is not the same as watching it. Well, when you send it to I'm sometimes I'm at work and I can't watch these things with the sound on. Yeah, and I and I relate to that. So you send me a sketch like this and say like this is the funniest thing I've ever scene you said warning not safe for not safe for pants because you'll pee your pants right nsfp and so i watch something like that with the sound off and i don't really like oh god what a bad sketch sketch with the sound off (laughs) what a bad sketch you must have hated it i have really apologized for that version that's with some of that's a really bad way and i think it is actually you know i think it's very impressive if you can make me laugh with a sketch without me being able to hear the essential sound effect of it but uh in some cases you do sort of need to hear the sound and now that i've seen it all together i uh i i understand what uh what what john saw and it makes me remember when i was sort of in that same place and yeah Yeah, and i and that's sort of it's a fun to remember when you were in that place because seeing dumb sort of fumble around and try to figure out how to write a script or do anything Mm -hmm. Uh, reminds me of when I was younger and some of my early shit before I found my voice. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing some of that. It was really good. Yeah, and the, the idea that you could someday be as good as some of my really early shit when I was really just fucking off and not even really giving a shit, um, that is what keeps me going and keeps me plugging away working with you. Yeah, I mean, I, I appreciate that. I'm really, I'm excited, Hayes, that you're on board for the sketch because we're actually, I mean, people, sometimes people email like, oh, when are you guys going to do a sketch again or whatever? And like we are wanting to, we're putting together now in the idea phase of doing a sequel to that sketch, to the Farcon sketch. And this is what's really exciting too, yeah. to the, the idea that he's going to follow up a smash hit with an even bigger, hopefully more successful farting gun of some kind. Well, or, I mean, that's why yeah, I wanted to actually open it up a little bit to you guys because we're, like I said, we're still in the idea phase and we're just kind of kicking around. We're like, okay, we're, we're, there's two ways we can go with this. We can have like other things that guns sound like mm-hmm. or we Let can... Let me get the, I'll just get the whiteboard out and we can just do it. We okay, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out. Just crack through we'll it. start. Okay. So like other other sounds that can come out of a gun yeah. or... Like a bang or a boom. Bang, boom, yeah. Or other objects that fart that shouldn't fart. Mm, mm. Like a duck or an animal. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> right now we're leaning towards... Uh, <laughs> right. Hang on. Uh, duck, animal. Okay. Right now we're leaning towards uh, just subbing out the object because it feels like it'll be easier to find a new f- the fart gun sketch, a new the fart whatever. So I have s- right. I have a, there's a few. I mean, what if it's a big old fat guy? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be funny. It might be. That could be good if a big old fat guy farts and it's like a movie trailer. Yeah, because well, you expect you've... it to what you expect him to, I guess, shit all over or something or please, <laughs> please. Don't be vulgar. The, is it? Uh, what? Is it I'm that sorry. the fat guy? You said I could go blue sometimes if I felt it. Is it that the fat guy uh, Not sort anymore. of bends over and is like clenching his butt to fart, oh. but what you hear is a machine gun sound? Oh, that's good. What? Why? Because then you could still call it fart gun. 
Okay, because that's the, I think the title is what a lot of us reacted to. Right. Okay. Okay. So you got yeah. I mean, cause so we, you don't want to do the same thing again, except for the title, right? And you no, said no, no. And you said, and we and Hayes and I live by this philosophy. You're not going to do a sequel unless there's a really great idea. Right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're not just going to do a sequel because we just want to like like oh it's time uh, we're not doing anything right now. It's like no, we're going to want to let the idea drive us through. Sure. Which is why you know so we're sitting down trying to figure out which ideas are excited about. We have fart knife. Mm-hmm. The fart knife sketch, which we actually, as uh, when we were actually kind of going through it, feels like it might be less, like because gun is more violent than knife, right. you know. Mm. So we might have painted ourselves a into a corner. Mm-hmm. Dehightening. That's it. Yeah. I was there was a word you had used for it earlier in a session, yes. and I couldn't remember. Um, Sometimes dehightening is heightening. That's right. Yeah, making but it not real small. In this case. Most of the time, it, it is not. Yeah, and knives can kind of sound like farts when you're cutting through like a picnic table at a park like if you take a steak knife and you just start sawing into a picnic table mm-hmm. yeah okay so fart knife i think is gone for sure if that uh, that that makes sense uh fart uh this one fart dick mm. fart dick sketch just because you're like they don't come out i mean you know you're not you're expecting the fart to come out of uh well, we talked we talked to you about working we, blue yep, the guy's right. dick is a gun the guy's dick is a gun well i'm just is that what you're pitching uh no no guy farts out of his dick in but a world dick, where dicks it's Andy fart dick? when they shouldn't maybe no, I don't know him be, I, I've been asking for some celebrity wait, 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 connections sorry go back the guy his dick is farting we're we're still at the title so it could be anything but it's fart but, gun so his his dick would have to be a gun well no it's the I'm fart saying? dick sketch like gun we're saying we're subbing dick in for gun but like I that's we'll what I'm t- saying like yeah. so his dick is a gun. Okay, yeah. You're okay. subbing it in. Well, his dick will be a gun then. Okay. Am, I, am I crazy? It's like... Okay. No, I might watch that, what Hayes said. Okay. Uh, all right, so I'll put it maybe next time when we have fart dart, the fart dart sketch, but I think we just thought that was funny to say, mm. like that it rhymed. The rhyme. Yeah. And then uh, and then actually fart butt sketch. We, we had the fart butt sketch, uh, so that you guys actually kind of covered that one. Mm. Um, but... Uh, Hayes, I'm sorry. I feel like I, I feel like I, I didn't mean to disagree with you because Sean has talked to me about no, this. Like when I get a note, sometimes I just want it. I'm just trying to clarify it, but it sounds like I'm arguing. Just I understand that, but I it's say. like this isn't for me. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm not giving advice for myself. It's for you. Yeah. So if you don't listen, it's no skin off my rear end. You know what I'm saying? For sure. And and I want to listen. So, like, I want to be a... I'm going to go off and just do my own thing. But, like, if you want this thing to be successful, maybe actually listen to uh, to the people you are asking advice from. So just... Do you know what I mean? No, and that's just for the future. For me, I don't care. Yeah. You know, you can do whatever for yeah, me. Yeah, it doesn't matter for you. But some people really piss them off right. that you, like, ask for their advice and then they try to give it to you. But you're not one of those people. You act like you don't give a shit. I don't care. Yeah, okay. You know, I have my own thing going. Like, but that's a good lesson for the audience is that if somebody like a Hayes is giving you some really helpful advice and you start spouting a bunch of bullshit and really taking a hard line like some kind of fucking asshole like what Dom was doing it could it could potentially rub them the wrong way and you might find yourself on the wrong end of an ass kicking should we reach into the popcorn gallery? into the popcorn gallery yeah let's do it so I guess Brett We'll just address Brett now. Yeah. This is where you would cut in. 
You're going to plug in some of the uh, popcorn gallery sound effects. Yes, you're going to do the theme for the popcorn gallery. And before each time we reach into the bag, you have to do the sound effect uh, of the of the, of the popcorn rustling and the voice. Mm-hmm. So that's for you, Brett. That's a message for you as the engineer, not as a listener to the show. This so is like you it, guys it, put on your engineering hat. If you guys don't hear that when you're listening, then uh, go ahead and send your uh, unhappiness to engineerbrett at email dot brett. Uh, okay, so let's reach into the popcorn bag with a question for Dominic Dierkus. Okay, here's a question from Papa John Leguizamo. Dominic, why is there no White History Month? Um, wow, I actually get this question a lot. Uh, because there is a Black History Month. February, yeah. right? It's February. Mm-hmm. And it seems like, is it racist to only represent, to only give black people their own month? Is I think what is being alluded to. It seems that even to me, sort of an outsider on the whole conversation, because I am one-eighth Native American, um, it does does seem a little unfair. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, you know, Dom, let's get your feedback. Okay, yeah. I mean, from where I'm standing, it's absolutely unfair. Um, But, you know, I get why it's not there. Like, I get the politics of it, but it's 100% unfair. Mm -hmm. And speak on what you mean by, by the politics of it. Uh, the politics of it just I get why there can't be a month called White History Month mm-hmm. you know I feel like I feel like they're kind of because you know if they like labeled it that there'd be a real outcry mm-hmm. against it now so but why you, but is that, say, why is it wrong though and when you say politics I think there's a specific politician you're referring to and maybe you can yeah. speak on that yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, look, I mean, I think every every branch of government comes from, you know, like every facet of government is working in some way on the directive of the president. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I think if he wanted there to be a White History Month, there absolutely would be. But why doesn't he want there to be one? Well, I see that's the thing. I think it's I think it's just, like I said, the politics of it, you know, like that gets bartered w- for something else in another yeah, arena. Sp- and right. speak on that specifically. Yeah, okay, yeah, like, like highway repairs in some state mm-hmm. might be like, okay, well, we're not going to ha- repair your highway unless you vote against White History Month month and then they're like okay and they back off and but i i mean i'm a part of a community of people who we do have a white history month we don't say what it is we don't label it there's just a month where a lot of us walk around we kind of nod and we know mm-hmm. that it's our month and you feel pretty good when you do that huh yeah, Most, yeah. it's like how i when you know when i'm out at my at my totem pole um you have your own totem pole i do yeah well, i live on a nice piece of property and so there's room for that kind of thing uh, but I feel so connected to my ancestors, and I think that that is a very nice, positive thing. I would love to participate as a as a, a white guy. It just would be great to have my own month. Is it? Uh, I've heard that yours is also February. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our secret White History Month is also February. Okay. Let's reach back into the popcorn bag. <laughs> Okay, Dominic, here's a question from Bird Rules. Bird Rules asks, Dominic, vacation or staycation? I've always said it depends on where you live. Because if you live in a spot that is a vacation spot, mm-hmm. I think a staycation makes a ton of sense. Like a resort. Like if, yeah, if you live at a resort, if you live in, yeah. Uh, like Your you, dad lives at Club Med. My dad lives at Club Med and my mom lives at Universal Studios Florida. 
and uh, on like most of the, like in the Nickelodeon area. And sh- so I have a lot of experience with this actually. And they would all, we would always do staycations and people were like, that's lame. You're not going out of town. It's like, well, we live, you know. Um, but if, yeah, if you lived in like Tulsa, Oklahoma, I don't sure. think you would necessarily want to like staycation. No offense to anyone. I don't know if many people listen in Tulsa. Right. But, it, but it's a bad place to live. I mean, yeah, well, it's just you don't want a vacation there because you don't want to live that you don't want to be there like in the, at all. Yeah, and in no offense, if you live there and you like it, like I get it. I just don't, I just don't get why anyone would spend time there. What do you get about it? What do I get about what they like? I, I mean, you know, I don't know. I'd have to meet them, but I mean, I get it. Like I get how you would be wrong about. Like I felt ways yes. about things, and then found out later I was just like, well, no one, off, cho- right? no one chooses to live there, right? So it's right. So. Why are they there? You're asking me? Yes. I mean, I, I assume their families are there, or they just lo- like, yeah, I don't know. Why, is why were they there? there? Yeah. 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 They should all go on a vacation. If it's in prison, I get it if you're in prison. Because, it's, because that, you're not supposed to be allowed to leave. Mm-hmm. Could you speak on that, Dom? Yeah. Well, I mean, you, they can't let you leave prison, I mean, because you would... If if they brought you to prison and then you could just leave, it would, there would be no everyone point. would get in trouble. There, there would be no yeah, everyone would be in trouble, and they'd throw you right back in. You'd walk right out, and it would just just I mean that just sounds like a waste of money if you're asking me. Like we lose so much money per prisoner anyway. I know. What a frustrating system. Do you know that it costs more money to feed one prisoner for a month than it does to build a school? Yeah, I did. I read. I read. I read with the amount of um, gasoline that a, to, that it requires to run an, yes. uh, an aircraft carrier. Yes, you could feed a whole village mm-hmm. in Africa for mm-hmm. ten years. Mm-hmm. Hey, want to feel old? Yeah, what's up? Yeah, I like feeling old. Right at this moment, you're older than Zach Morris was when he graduated from Bayside. You're kidding me. That's there's no way that's true. Is that seriously true? Oh, well, I have to think about it. I'm 29. Yeah. Yeah, he would have been, what, like 18? Jeez, thou. Okay. Okay. I get these sent to me sometimes online. They're real. I like really. It's scary almost. Hey, is Wanna Feel Old? I guess. The first Beatles album came out over 30 years ago. Hey, is, uh, you Wanna Feel Old? <laughs> I I already feel pretty old, but I guess I could feel older. If that show, uh, that show, Family Matters was real, Urkel would be seventy-five. He would be seventy-five years old today. God, I am old. Dom, you want to feel old? Oh, yeah. Okay. If if dinosaurs were around today, they'd be twice as old as Jurassic Park. Wow, man. God. I mean, that is that... Dom, can you make me feel a little younger, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to feel, uh, let's see. Okay, yeah. You want to feel young? Yes. Movie Avatar? Mm. It just came out in like the last five years. Ah, that feels great. Yeah, so it's recent. Hayes, you want to feel young? Uh, Please. The artist won Best Picture a couple years ago. Oh, man, I'm really young. Hayes, you want to you want to feel young? Yeah. Okay. The first iPhone. Uh huh. It was it was like not even ten years ago, right? 
like five um you know what i actually don't i don't know i didn't i didn't have that one in front of me um i think it's less than 10 yeah less than 10 years ago which is like just because it feels it feels really recent dominic you want to feel young yeah friggin car hybrid cars you know like Mm -hmm. yeah those are starting to really catch on sean you want to feel young please you, uh, the goji berries. You eat goji berries. Those you, are so good for you. They're really good for you. Not too much, but enough. Well, too much of anything, you know. They give that. They say that with everything. Like, don't take too much. It's like, yeah, well, too much of the best. It's because like, it's if you can't afford it. Yeah. Don't spend all your money on whatever. But it's like, what if you have more? Uh, we had one more question in the popcorn gallery. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Let's reach back into the bag. And Brett, engineer and Brett, Brett, go yes. ahead and throw in the sound Remember effect. Remember to please throw in the sound effect. Thank you. Okay. Dominic, this is a question from Bill Russell Crowe. He asks, Dom, I was recently apprehended at LAX for yelling out Dom when I saw you moonwalking across the baggage claim conveyor belt. You ever think of changing your name to something that doesn't sound so much like bomb? Um, I feel like there's two things I have to answer for there. Mm-hmm. Um, you must get this question a lot. I get this question a lot. Yeah, yeah. Start with the actual question. Okay, so um, have I ever have I ever thought about changing my name to Bomb? That's his question. Sure. Yeah. Um. N- no, I actually haven't. Um, I haven't thought about that. Yeah. Uh, but you know, um, I would. It's something. Yeah. I don't know, but it's a good. Do you thought. feel like you've really earned it yet? No, I don't. I don't feel like I've earned it. I feel like, well, because Sean, you told me that I'll get to change my name to something cooler once I've kind of achieved a writing, you know, uh, threshold Mm -hmm. that you've established for me. When you officially crack my shit up and really do something that makes me laugh my whole butt off, and if you do it in front of anyone and they see me crack my shit up and I have to answer for it, I'm going to give you a cool nickname like Razorblade or... Mm -hmm. uh, Spanish Harlem or, or, yeah, something. But until that comes, I would say the best thing for you to do, keep your head down. Or even change your name to something more appropriate to where you are now. That'll make more sense. If you do get to bomb, people will go like, yes, now he's bombed. But now you can be like Plastic Fork. Right. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Or like chamois cloth. Yeah, or like dried eggs, mm-hmm. like on the bottom of a pan, if you made scrambled eggs. Yeah, like dried eggs. Dried eggs, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so I guess the answer is no, I can't, I don't, I'm not worthy of bomb yet. And like then windowsill seed garden. Mm, yeah, like a microgreen sort of mm-hmm. setup. Like mm-hmm. some, oh yeah, like you're growing like herbs or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe not herbs, people really like herbs, but maybe like moss or a weed. Okay. Or like a pillow, but one that just goes on like a chair. Oh. Chair pillow. Yeah. Right. It's all mushed down pretty flat. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then bed pillow next, someday. Yeah. No, I want it. I mean, People I want it. People really could use that. And ultimately, airplane neck pillow and then mm-hmm. possibly bomb. As far as the other part of the question goes, um, uh, is it LAX, he said? He saw me yes. at the baggage claim. Moonwalking That's where across he was the conveyor belt. Apprehended. Yeah. Moonwalking across the conveyor belt. I'm I'm genuinely trying to realize if this is me, because I don't I don't think I can moonwalk. 
is the thing. Right. But I have but idly tried. Thing. But that's where you would do it because all you have to do to moonwalk on a conveyor belt is turn backwards. <laughs> oh, God, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, on a moving conveyor belt. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Does that ring a bell? That does ring a bell. Mm-hmm. I was standing on a moving conveyor belt and I was like, and when I stand, I tend to like do a thing with my feet that makes you it look like I'm walking little, forward. Yeah. yeah. So I think, I think it, I, I think I was just waiting for my bags. I think sure. this guy saw me waiting for my bags doing my little idle thing with my feet. Mm-hmm. And then he went, oh, that guy's moonwalking around in a circle. Um, and uh, I had one white glove on. Sure. Because I, because that's my, what I used to carry my heavy bag, but that's all. Um, so yeah, I think that's probably what he saw. Were you singing something? Was I sing? I mean, yeah, yeah. Because when I, like I said, I was waiting. Yeah, for so my you bags. had your headphones on and you were maybe singing along. Yeah, yeah. It was just I was just singing. Uh, it was just this mic- like mashup that I made mm-hmm. of a lot of different, um, you know, just Michael Jackson songs. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of different Michael Jackson songs. So. And did you grab your? Um, yeah. Feature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I paid the guy hundred bucks to turn the thing on so that it. It would spin me around. And, yeah, yeah. So it was, it was, it was a fun day. When I said maybe it wasn't clear when I said did you grab your feature, I meant like did you grab at your my yeah my dick and yes and oh do you the, did you did I got yeah I okay. did the Michael Jackson noise yeah yeah yeah, yeah I went okay. I went hee hee lucky his dick wasn't a gun like in that funny punch up you made to that sketch earlier see that's exactly you get it like yeah. you see what's see so funny how, like, it, when it comes back up you yeah. really see how much how helpful it would have been to take Hayes' note and not risk winding up on the wrong end of an oh, ass God. and that one's off the table obviously now because you didn't uh, pick it up in time that can be something else now but well, and of next course, time. of course, now I'm like, I'm like, it is great because right. I, when I heard it earlier, I heard it in the lab. Yes. This time I heard it in like the streets. You see how true it is. <laughs> Are you sick? A little bit. Yeah. No, no, I just a little sneeze, just allergies, you know, but you would come and do this show and be sick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had it. I had spit all over the mic, and I, I tried you, to turn away, but I, I did. You know, he was sick. Spit and piss on the mic. Did you know? He, didn't kiss piss. both of our cheeks. Did, was, you know, did you know he was sick? Oh, uh, I had. I swear to God, Hayes. I swear to God, you have to believe me. I really didn't know. You told him that I'm, you weren't. Sick? I'm look, look. I had emailed trying to schedule this for so long, and you guys kept kicking it down the road and kicking it down the road. And then this, and then he, and then when he emailed back and said, "This date's firm. We're actually gonna, we actually need somebody because everyone we know has dropped out. Like every, because I think this was what, like everyone you guys know, or that's what Sean said said no to this one. But um, well, nobody, do, no, 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 nobody, no, nobody dropped out on us. Oh, I well, or whatever. I, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean it like that. Dom, do you know who's using that microphone after this? Who? Andrew T. Okay. Yeah. No. And and I'll apologize to. I'll apologize. Yo, is this germs? He could go to the hospital. You're, I because you were selfish. I just and then no one would know if this was racist. I just thought I I. I actually just wanted to do it so bad that I just thought I could push through, and and I thought honestly, I thought you guys wouldn't notice. I thought you guys wouldn't notice that I was a little bit sick. I mean, well, we could still use well, it. Well, I right? guess then you'll host the show instead of him, as if. <sighs> yeah, please, don't make us laugh with that funny joke. <laughs> don't make us laugh with that funny joke. You hosting, yo, is this racist? As if you even could tell if it is racist. Now, now rate us on iTunes. 
Like us on Facebook. Buy the pro version of our podcast and make that investment. It's an investment in yourself. The the prize in the pro version this week, uh, Andy Neese bought the pro version. And what, what what's his? Well, uh, he gets, and this is unfortunate, but he gets a foam mic cover. Now, I don't want to send him one that's sick making. But it, it's also like we can't give up one of ours. Just for the pro version. No, one of ours is worth a lot more. So you get the unused microphone cover from this, the the the, the fourth mic cover from this session, and there are no germs on it. The one that nobody used, mm-hmm. and you're going to love it. Bye. Bye. This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolfradio.com The Wolf Dead. That was a HeadGum Podcast.